Dear friends, our beloved leader, Travis Royals, selected the wrong microphone source in the recording of this podcast episode, and his audio sounds stupid, while the audio from Ian and myself sounds clean as a whistle. Dulcet, even. We hope you will join us and the rest of the Crappy Castles team in commending Mr. Royals for his commitment to the crappiest quality standards, and truly going above and beyond to ensure a profoundly crappy listening experience for us all. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, I just wanted to say uh, thank you so much for participating in the investigation that has been going on. We've had a number of legal scholars kind of going into uh, whether I was fired or whether I was the one who quit. And, uh, you know, I'm not at liberty to uh, discuss any of those things right now. But, you know, uh, as kind of like a morale boost, because I know this is difficult because you all are working so very hard. We have an exciting uh, development that Travis is going to tell us about. Chultian shirt Fridays. That's right. We're getting so casual. We're getting tropical. Put on your best Chultian shirt. It can have little Mai Tais. It can have little... Raptors, whatever Chultian culture you like the best. Chulture? Dare I? And Dernst I? That's right. But uh, that's tomorrow. So just if you don't have a Chultian shirt, make sure and buy one tonight because it is mandatory. Uh, we're also going to have dinosaur races, but we do ask that you do not bring in your uh, carnivorous plants. Uh, I know we are kind of keeping with that theme, but, uh, you know, maybe keep those at home. I call dibs on the fastest raptor. I will win all the races, and that's you just got to deal with that. Uh, you said something about resurrection spells, Ian. I just want to make sure we address that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they won't work. Okay. So see you tomorrow, and don't die. Travis Royals and lead designer Ian of the Hills are tanking their adventure architecture firm. One failed project at a time. If you require their services, write them a letter, and they may build you one of their crappy castles. Ian? Adrian? Travis? And that completes the trifecta. <laughs> We're all here. Adron's back, people. I'm back. Which means it's time for another episode of the podcast. Hey, Travis, I'm back too. You are back. That's true. Welcome back, Ian. Did you go anywhere? I mean, other than that weird pocket dimension that you sent me to. Okay. Well, last episode you said you sent you there, so you better get your story straight. Because I do plan on suing. Uh, uh, oh, well, you know, there's just kind of a little bit of a rumor mill, um, and I, you know, was listening to some of the other episodes, and, um, well, you know, I mean, before, you know, jury's still out, so. I really don't know why I installed that rumor mill in the first place. It has <laughs> not increased productivity. The the mill salesman said it was the right mill for us, but I, I just, I tend to disagree. Yeah, um, but it tastes really great on eggs. Nope. <laughs> Mills on wheels. Adron, what do you got on that? Any uh, any epiphanies? 
I don't, but I think that it is good that you've um, allocated all these resources to the investigation of whose fault it is that Ian was sent to the pocket dimension. I know that all the employees who are being subpoenaed currently are, are really happy to contribute to the cause. They will not be paid for their time, obviously. I led with that, and um, I think it's going great. I think we'll get to the bottom of what all the awful things Ian has done very, very shortly. We'll definitely get to the bottom. Let's get to somebody's bottom before this thing's over, because this is a podcast, and it's called Crappy Castles. We are the Royals and Royals Adventure Architecture Firm. I own the company. Ian is our lead architect, and Adrian was hired by my father to snoop and prod and poke and tattle and uh the three of us are going to build a pro bono dungeon today uh yeah and if you would like a dungeon made for you uh you can send it in to wellmet at crappycastles.com it's an electronic mail now this is new to us Mm -hmm. we've been working on our signature for quite some time we think you'll be impressed it's got a smiley face in it Mm -hmm. yeah a little sideways one Yep, and it's got ASCII art of Adron frowning. Me frowning. It also yeah. has a quote from the Matrix. It does. In like, and we've alternated. Some of the letters are capitalized, and some of them are lowercase. And it's not the letters you would expect to be that. It's also a bunch of tildes on either side. So many Swintons. <laughs> we call them Swinties. Hey, uh, Adrian, do we have a letter today? We have a letter today. Who wants to read it? Oh, I think I will read it. And it's not because I didn't share it with these two. It's because I'm possessive. He's new to the electronic mail, as we established. Okay. Let me just print off this electronic mail real quick so I can read it. Travis, you look really nice today, by the way. Thank you. Beautiful. Um, for those at home, I'm wearing seven hats, seven hats. He's got kind of a cherry red face mystique. (laughs) It may or may not be hot in the studio. The letter goes like this. It is done printing. Dear Travis, Ian, and maybe Adron, if she's not on vacation. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos where people walk around abandoned buildings. Okay, Uh, this person may be a psychopath, so let's keep that top of mind. Where people walk around abandoned buildings, and I'm addicted to the ones that show now defunct shopping malls. I thought this might make a great venue for a patented Royals and Royals one-shot. What say you? Verily and etc. Keyboard the Dark Elf. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Hmm. uh, I think... Hmm. um, Well, let's talk about some of the reasons that shopping malls become abandoned. I think it's important to, yes, establish with that. Well, I think that the the most common situation is for all the teens who die in knife fights, their ghosts run everybody out of there. Yeah, that that's top of the list. Yeah, teen, number teen, one. Teen hauntings, number one. A, ve- a very mournful number one. Teen hauntings. 
Yeah, you got your teen hauntings. Uh, you got water elemental in the fountain. Um, mm-hmm. You you got um, people get mad at fountain because none of their wishes coming true. Keep throwing gold in there. Nothing happening for them. Mm-hmm. Sue them all. Yeah, we're promised genies, no genies in, in fountain. Yeah. There's the occasional awakening of the orange Julius that runs amok and terrorizes them all. And orange Julius, he runs a tight ship. <sighs> all hail, orange Julius. Yeah. <laughs> better. I feel like it's always a, a, the tough thing about malls is the lack of plant and animal life. I know that uh, druids don't like to spend their coin there just because it's just, just so like fakey and kind of processed and it's just, mm. you know, hard to sustain as well, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's dangerous if an actual druid gets in there because if the enchantments get into any of those fake ficuses, they can they can overgrow and just like turn into monstrous strangling vines. Yeah. It's like a ficus ruckus. Mm-hmm. That sounded better in my head. I liked it. <laughs> ficus ruckus. And plastic is a bit less forgiving, of course, than an actual organic material. Let me tell you when I stopped going to the mall, when that awesome store with like, it had rain sticks and back massagers. I think it was called Misty or visions. Mm. Um, when that place closed down, I just didn't really see the point anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised you like that one so much. I kind of imagined you to be more of a, a Aarakocra and Fitch, uh, boy. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I do like the posters. Sorry. Can, Bunch I, take of... the, I, can I take that again? <laughs> Yeah, what's going to be different? (laughs) (laughs) We've just done Eric Oakers in so many things. I want to do a different (laughs) D&D monster. I got to be honest. Abercrombie and Fitch sounds more like a D&D store than a real world mall (laughs) clothing store. Actually, you're totally right. It sounds like an alchemy shop (laughs) in a fantasy town. Abercrombie and Fitch. How about... The sharper impish. Now, that's what I was trying to do with mistier visions, but oh. I don't know if it translated. <clears throat> My bad. <laughs> uh, clairvoyances. Like, nice. Clairvoyance. Yeah, Claire's, sure. Clairvoyances. I think that for all these reasons, it makes sense that malls across the world are shutting down. They're simply, as we have outlined in the bits previously, um, there's not much of a a reason to go. But I think with this adventure, first of all, it's going to be cheap. There's lots of abandoned malls, so we can build our our one shot. There's plenty of real estate. We can Mm -hmm. get three people on the hook, get them fighting against each other, say, well, so-and-so said this. Fitch said that. Abercrombie said this. And I think with that bidding war, we can get it on the low. Mm-hmm. But my question is, what is going to bring the adventurers back to these abandoned malls? Well, I think that they've probably heard some legend. Yeah, it's a it's a dare. Oh, a dare. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ian. Dares are the mall version of legends. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I was going to say hearing the legend of the one kiosk in the mall that actually sells something useful and is not pushy. Wow. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. The legend of the hut of the sunglass. A magical lens device through which you can see... Um, Stare at the sun without <laughs> taking damage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus three charisma checks to stare at the sun. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think finding this sunglass with untold powers, the one we outlined, others, t- TBD. Others. <laughs> Well, it's it's probably so. My experience has been that I have actually dabbled around with that ocular, you know, headgear kind of thing, like to stare at the sun. Though mm. they've very seldom been very uh, fashionable and does nothing for my charisma. But um, before I had to get these, you know, ocular enhancing uh, ones, spectacles, spectacles. Yes. Uh, well, I had a particular type that I really wanted, but it was very rare to get so because it you know it it matched my pony matched your pony the spectacles matched your pony yeah it was a limited edition and i had a pair and then my stupid dog ate them off my nightstand one day (laughs) oh okay my dog ate my spectacles off my nightstand well when you say it like that it sounds silly but i was very upset about it at the time adron You said dog? Sorry. I can't see. Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Where is that dog, you said? Yeah. Well, and then, like, you know, my pony didn't respect me anymore because I didn't match him. (laughs) Respectacle. Sorry. (sighs) I'm having trouble parsing. I know this this story is being... um, you're adding fluff and I can't tell where I can't tell if the fluff's coming from the dog, the fluff's coming from the horse. All I know is we need a fluff cleaner up on this podcast. Is it fluff or flashback? Maybe a little bit of both. Maybe a fluff back. Maybe this is kind of the lore that informs the great dare. Well, yeah, it's the, the one kiosk that has all of the discontinued glasses of the sun that you need. Yeah. And it's still in this derelict mall. Yes, and the kiosk is right at the center of everything. So it doesn't matter which way our adventurers are going to take. they got to fight through some of that ficus. Let's get the ficus Mm -hmm. in the mix. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they got to make their way through J.C. Coppers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Macy's, which is obviously just going to be full of maces. That's just maces, baby. All maces maces all the time. (laughs) They got pointies. They got spherical little bumpies. Yeah. <laughs> Their biggest competitor is Spears. <laughs> I mean, here's the nice part about this one shot is it also can be appropriated for your actual shopping session. Just go ahead and do it in here. Well, what what more do you need? Except I think it's more of a looting session in our case. Oh, you think just, mm-hmm. just robbing? Yeah, it's an abandonment. Who's going to sell it to you? Oh, I was thinking about staffing this bad boy, bringing it back to its prime. It's going to be staffed by teen zombies. Uh, and, they, and those are the moodiest of all the teens. Yeah. 
Okay, well, like, so, well, what anchor mm-hmm. story do you think they're going to go in? I mean, like, if they do have a druid in the group, you know, they probably want to go in through Nordstorms. Um, do you <laughs> Nordic Storms? That sounds dangerous, and therefore I'm very into it. I, I assume a giant. There's like the the three escalators in the middle of the shop, and between those escalators is the giant. I imagine mm-hmm. who's like yeah, a cloud giant p- pointing you where you need to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, you got. I mean, you got to wake the cloud giant up. It's it's been derelict for so long. And oh yeah. How do you wake a cloud chilling. giant up? I mean, cloud giant's gonna be the one that's operating the escalators, kind of turning that crank. You know. Wow. He's assembled. He's turned all of Mistier Vision's massage chairs into one giant <laughs> massaging exoskeleton that he wears. You know, one chair per shoulder blade. Cool. Yeah. He feels fucking good, you guys. <laughs> he feels, he's chill. I think that probably over time, like the perfume counter has probably been like smashed. And so like if you do kind of go wander into that area, you're going to have disadvantage on perception checks because mm-hmm. you can't smell anything after that. Your eyes are going to be watering. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 You will be, of course, sexually attractive to anything you pass by. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like also, you know, there's got to be some random goblins and imp type folk in here that are just hiding among the clothes racks, you know, pretending to be little ch- creepy children oh, running yeah. in between them. Gob- goblin toddlers? Yeah, goblin toddlers. <laughs> Gob tods. Can I go- mm-hmm. tell you guys a, uh, a story real quick? Adron, you. Is this uh, are a, fl- okay a fluff back or what are we calling it? <laughs> yeah, I'll, f- I'll fluff it up a little bit. We can fluff back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one time, my, my father, Marcus Royals, he took me to, to a mall in the heyday of malls. It was a scene. Everybody was there. Moms, other moms, my dad, foolishly. Uh, and my father, he, I was taking a little nappy in our cart when he pulled up to the mall. So he said, well, I'll leave him here. He can keep napping. I'm going to go into the, uh, somebody think of a pun for Dillard's really quick. What do you got for Dillard's? Dillard's, rumor millards. <clears throat> he goes into the store, leaves me there. I wake up, not but five minutes later. And I'm like, boring. I'm going to go up in this mall. Immediately, Ian, I go where these goblin toddlers like to hide. I go between the clothes because everybody knows it's the coolest spot in the mall. Yep. I'm making believe. Dad goes back to the cart not long after. Freaks his friggin' lid. Can't find me. (laughs) Probably not for any, like, um, you know, my father was, well, he he was a wealthy man, so he could afford to lose a child, but I'm sure he feared the PR ramifications of this. Anyway, uh, that I got lost for quite some time am- amongst the clothes and the, and I really created my own little world back there. Yeah, you think and, it's still in there? That's what I'm hoping. Okay, I'm hoping that if they do part these clothes, it's not just the one goblin toddler; it's an entire society of goblin toddlers that have been wow. building up their city. Uh, it's made of hanging carpets. Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations. Do you Great. think that they're, you know, they've moved essentially in all like the back hallways that is like for like employees only mm-hmm. to take out the trash and get deliveries and all that stuff? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's, I mean, you got to have a derelict mall riddled with secret passages filled with, you know, uh, little tiny abodes built into the walls with gobtods crammed in them. Yeah. And Can I tell you guys a much shorter story? Okay. I, I guess. I feel like it's Adron's turn, but I mean, go ahead. No, that's cool. <laughs> I've never been to a mall. Later, I would work at that same mall as a moody teenager. Uh-huh. Ooh, uh, which it was shop with two P's. It was ye old North Point Mall. Wow. <laughs> and ye old Roswell. Sounds frigid. I would go back to work because I as as we know, I'm a I'm a games enthusiast. I mean, that's the world we, you know, we are in the world of play here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm, I I would sell these games, but in the uh, back of the stop shop, we had a bathroom, and that's where we kept all the games. And my pee got all all over the games all the time. Oh, <laughs> why? Okay. Why? That's that's not a given to me. Why did it get on the games? There was not a lot of room. Um... Stop crink! <laughs> you're crinkling something. Oh, sorry. There was not a lot of room, so that's where we kept the the games. And I don't have a great aim, so a lot of children did receive their Christmas yeah. presents that year with just a little bit of my orc and urine on them. Okay. <laughs> okay then. Hmm. What's the we'll check that, that you have to roll to aim your pee into the toilet? It's like dex check. Sleight of hand. <laughs> Sleight of hand. And how slight it is. It's time for a short break. And guys, that's exactly why we need your help. Adron doesn't know how audio works. I don't please, know how to do it. Please contribute to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Crappy Castles. Help me learn to make podcasts. <laughs> Is that it? I don't think it can be it. I want it to be, but I don't think it can be. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fun we have. You just caught us having a delightful time making a podcast for you. We're just enjoying ourselves making the world's best podcast uh, <laughs> free of charge. Okay, you don't you don't laugh at that part. You gotta support the show if you wanted to keep going, and we want you to because boy oh boy, it's the most favoritest thing that we do all week long. Please send an email to wellmetatcrappycastles.com and we'll read it on this podcast. See you later. Anyway. Is it too early to in the episode? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so you're you've you've entered through the the Nordic storms and with the guidance of a very very strong giant, mm-hmm. you are um invited into the rest of the mall. The kiosk that we want is quite central and we have to fight some ficuses along the way, I understand. But when we get to the kiosk, it's not gonna have the glass of the sun that that Ian needs or the adventure representing, you know, this, this fluff back that Ian presented. Right. Cause it's ar- archival material. So I feel like when you get to the kiosk, there's a long spiral staircase going down into the gobtod tunnels wow. where all of the like backstock is, and you have to progress mm. further. Like the kiosk is a bit of a red herring because it's totally not, it's just the beginning really. Yeah. 
but then you'll realize that probably there was a flood when the water elemental broke out uh, from the fountain and flooded part of the tunnels Mm -hmm. and that, I don't know. Do you think you have to make a stop over at Paxson? (laughs) I was going to say warm discussions. Warm discussions. (laughs) Discussions. Hot topic. Got it. Hot topic. topic. (laughs) Well, look, I think it would be simply too easy if they could take this, this, mining elevator down from the sunglass hut. I think that mm. this is why how we incentivize them to go through the close and find another entrance to the gob tunnels. And of course, Skyrim style, this can be their way out, right? It's a quick, quick exit if they can take the elevator up, but not down, right? So I love, right. I love baking it right into the sunglass hut. I think that's perfect. You know, is it also something that, you know, a lot of times those kiosks are not exactly permanent structures all the time. Mm-hmm. Is it something that that kiosk is perpetually being moved around the mall mm. and that you have to kind of track it down and like, your, you know, last known location of it was in the center of the mall. But of course, you know, Mario Party style. Perhaps it's become an awakened kiosk and it is actually moving on its own. absolutely i think you are gonna have to lasso this bad boy down you're gonna have to get in some of those uh you know copper uh activated uh, you know little toy cars that you can get on there's the fire truck there's the weird bootleg pokemon one with the ill-painted squirtle you're gonna have to throw some coppers into those painted squirtle that sounds like the name of a tavern Uh, Well, and I think it's going to have to probably descend into a kiosk rodeo in the food court. Yeehaw. Ride a friggin' cowboy. Seems a bit of a non sequitur, but okay. (laughs) Where else are you going to do it, Adron? It's the the most, it's a large, (laughs) empty space. Yes, you're right. I only do my my food fights in the. Hold hold the phone. (laughs) Everybody. Yep. Another fluff back. I sense another fluff back coming. It's not a rodeo. You're in King Arthur's food court. (laughs) And you must joust. Mm. I don't know if we can get Arthur. It could be one of the lesser kings. So is the kiosk then the steed? I don't. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. So this is steed. I mean, yeah, you're jousting against the, the... Kiosk? Well, the, the spectral teen knight. Adron, what you got? There's like sometimes in these in the nice malls they have like a little carousel. Okay, nice. You know what I'm thinking? Well, (laughs) in the the Gurney Mills mall that I went to, there was a cool carousel. So obviously, what I'm thinking is you just um, you just thwack one of when you get one of your um, maces from Macy's and you thwack it at the carousel and then you've got your your mount and your joust all in one unit. I like that there's vehicular options in this, this mall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to proceed through the jousting tournament to earn um, the key to the mall, the, the monster key. What do you call that? The skeleton key. To, Mo- that I prefer monster key. <clears throat> yeah, I think we should definitely malls, lock that in. It unlocks all the malls, malls doors. Uh, so we need to unlock all the doors. 
Well, so like malls. <laughs> think about malls. Well, I don't malls know. Have hella, think about malls have hella Hold on. doors. Malls have hella doors. Malls have and hella I think doors. that we should get do a little bit of Resident Evil play with these doors. There should be you know stages of un- unlockery. Going long on. and long <laughs> cutscenes showing the doors opening when they do infect at the moment. I do it's my think favorite to, part. <laughs> I do think to a certain extent, Ian, to your point, there's multiple ways to the final destination. Mm-hmm. There's you can uh, perhaps win access to the uh, Sunglass Hut's treasures via the food court joust. Maybe you do so through bartering with the uh, goblin toddlers that live amidst the clothing. Um, They're probably going to have some quest side quest thing for you to go like, you know, break into the KB toys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, there's definitely like loot to be earned by defeating the orange Julius. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Orange Julius has got to be like a, a gelatinous cube, but made out of an icy. So, like, it does poison and cold damage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love and, it. And sour damage. Do we think <laughs> Julius kind of oversees this the joust? And if he thinks that you should be killed, he turns his straw thumb down. Maybe it's not King Arthur at all. Maybe Orange Julius oversees. Wait, wait. So he's like a he's like an orange with straws for arms, and then s- smaller straws for fingers. And he turns his straw fingers down. The, is he okay? I get well, guys. Let's get in the weeds on this because I do think we're gonna have some serious uh, marketing and and <laughs> toy sales. Do uh, we think Orange Julius is an orange, or do we think he's more akin to the the beverage in a cup. Is he sloshing about or is he uh, citrus? I, I think he's a gelatinous sphere. <laughs> okay, a so gelatinous, yeah. So he looks like an orange. He's yeah, he's a sphere, but he nevertheless sloshes. Maybe with just a little bit of mold. <laughs> sure. No, he's then, too. Co- he's too cold. Too cold for mold. Hey. <laughs> that's, that can be, old, baby. that's the tagline that's like in, under the orange julius store sign oh. no, that's that's wow. what that's what he says when he kills you <laughs> <laughs> that's his his coup de gras uh too cold, cold for mold. um i don't think orange julius is uh overseeing the jousting you think there's separate kingdoms uh, in thine mall no, you have to joust him. You joust at him. He's a bad boy that you have to defeat. Guys, I think we got a, a lot of great ideas here. I wonder, can we put a bow on this? Who feels up to it? One more thing. Mm-hmm. I think that when you find the glass of the sun, it's not quite the end. There's actually only one way to end this dungeon. Oh. And it requires that you backtrack and you return upstairs and you have to visit the game stop. Get it? (laughs) Everyone's quiet. If you want (laughs) the game to stop, and I think this is important, 
when you're running the adventure, refuse to stop the session. That's the only way you can give this place power. They're going to be done. You've probably spent four hours because we added too many things to this. But you've got to keep pushing. It will only stop if you get to the game stop. That's some real are you afraid of the dark shit. <laughs> yeah. It's for a hundred percent completionists. Gotcha. Um and if they if they open that back door, they're gonna see me peeing on some games. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry yeah. though. Yeah. Sorry to the mothers of Roswell, Georgia, who bought rock band that year. What uh do we have any other um, you know, potential shops that they could investigate that we wanna kinda go through? Um yeah, I don't think that we've said enough in this episode. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, you got to go talk to the fire genasi at... Uh, uh, Victor's Privacy. Victor's Privacy. Oh, Victor's Privacy. Oh. <laughs> oh fuck's sake. Not, not even like wh- whisper. You know, Ian, you asked, should we do this? And I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, I'm going to wonder, can any of us summarize where we got up until this point. Adrian, we'll want your backing track under this part again. We really like when you do that. I love doing that shit. Uh, Yeah, I'll take a stab at it. Hey, I hope you got your spear. Our adventurers are going to uh, circle around the derelict mall that uh, is going to be haunted by teen ghosts. and um, Give them the fluff back, you know, for the expository bit. Oh, about, that's interesting. Yes, Tell- we begin uh-huh. in, a, in a in a cloudy transitional fluff back with a harp sound. Oh, sorry. Let me let me let me paint the word picture. Then let me Please. try it. Come back again. Okay. Legends stay of a mystical glasses of sun to be found only in the kiosk of lore deep within the abandoned mall of destiny. You will find your way there and find many entrances into said derelict of mall. But upon going in, you will have options best is probably to enter in through the Nordic storm. Converse with the cloud giant to activate the mystical elevators of power to raise your spirits and your body wholly upon to the second or even third floor. Or even. How are you doing with this voice, Ian? Do do any of us need we're I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm picturing. I'm getting the like uh, disembodied old guy head from Ultima Underworld. And that is voice. every episode. Adrian does have to name drop. It is now mandatory. That's for the name fans. drop a, a, a very obscure RPG. I'm earning cred. <laughs> then what happens, Ian? Exploring through said Nordic storm, you may come across options of how to best go about finding the glasses of the sun. It said kiosk of mystery and lore and and murder. (laughs) You could perhaps barter with the gobtards hiding amongst the clothes racks seeking to simultaneously find and hide from their mother. 
you could perhaps make your way to the court of food to to battle with the Julius Orange in his gelatinous spheroid form, dealing both poison and cold damage to you. Make your way over upon to ye old carousel to find yourself a suitable steed to aid in your travels across yonder mall. Investigate every corner. Find the master key, the skeleton key, the monster key. With these three keys, you will have infinite access to the comings and goings of everything here in the mall. And perhaps you will find in some deep, dark storeroom the mysterious glasses of the sun that you seek that will so match your pony perfectly, thus gaining plus two to animal handling and plus three to charisma checks when staring at the sun. <laughs> but only when staring at the sun. <laughs> and that's most of it, but then make sure that you don't let it stop till you go to that GameStop and find me pissing on Rock Band. <laughs> that too! Ian, that was really good. It was really good. I didn't think you were going to be able to do it. I'm surprised how much of that I could put up with. <laughs> Let's hope our listeners could too. Three keys, huh? Went ahead and hit the multiply button on those, those keys well i figured you know there's you know different paths that they could go probably each of them has a different key and it probably leads to different you know yeah draw it out monster key is probably snarling we don't gotta we don't gotta do all linear dungeons all the time and we don't have to figure out all the details for you you're the dungeon masters it's a pro bono dungeon keyboard the dark elf take it or leave it we don't care it's free that's the way the cookie crumbles Oh, I could go for a great American cookie right now. The Great Forgotten Realm cookie. <laughs> great Forgotten Cookie Company. Too cold to mold. Adrian, have you ever had a double doozy? <laughs> Is this related to you peeing on the GameStop games? <laughs> <laughs> Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon, free of charge, send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappycastles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. Till next time, keep it crappy. Little silly little clickities. I don't know anything about how audio works.